Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to ten minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Review Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Botlier Life, where we're talking with absolutely phenomenal, and this guest is no different, absolutely phenomenal people. Today's guest is Alan Gelman. He's the founder of Convivo Leadership. He helps high potential leaders and entrepreneurs increase their impact and achieve their goals. Alan is named by Business Insider as one of the top 50 most innovative CMOs in the world. Did I say that slow enough with enough emphasis, Alan? <laughs> Dude, that is super cool. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and welcome to the show. Great, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Good to be here with you. So tell me, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain that you serve? Yeah, for me, it's all about my clients are executives and emerging leaders who simply want to increase their impact. Love that. So tell me, what, what does that mean? Or what do you do in a little more detail for, for an executive to increase their impact? What, is, yeah. what, what do you do or how do you help that? So I'm, I'm an executive coach and do leadership development at the core. I work with executives and leaders across industries, for-profit, non-profit as well. The, the leaders are often looking to further develop their leadership one way or the other. So it could be building key relationships through better influence and communication. It might be building engagement with their teams, developing executive presence, managing change, or focusing on the legacy they want to leave. In all cases, it's about how they are developing as leaders and we can talk more about what that looks like, how they go about doing that, and how I go about helping them. So it's, is it, so is, does that mean it's primarily internally focused inside the company, or is it externally focused, or both? So I work with leaders who are in companies. I also work with some who are in transition. Uh, that, that's true as well. In all cases, it's people who are looking to develop professionally, but they're willing to look inward at themselves to say, who am I? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up so I can increase my impact and my joy? And that is for me, for my team, and for my organization. You've said that a couple of times before because that sounded really good. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I actually, I say it from the heart, Mitch, and I, I have said it a couple of times before, but it's because it's my personal mission is to increase, help people increase their impact and their joy. And that's what increases my impact and my joy. So it's just, it comes from the heart. Well, I remember I met you 
a number of years ago when you were still out of insurance and, and these are the same words that came out. This is the way you felt back then. Yeah. It's that we don't change who we are. We can change how we show up and we can decide what parts of ourselves we want to bring out so we can bring out our very best and have the impact we want to have. Most of my clients are struggling with something that is ultimately means there, there's a fear point or a suboptimization or something else that's going on for them where they know they can have a greater impact and, by the way, feel better along the way. And it's wonderful when someone can show up and say, yeah, I, I, I won't work with a client who's not willing to go deep. Because if you're simply saying, oh, help me get promoted, and I've gotten that one too. And I don't shut that down. If it's, I want to get promoted, I say, well, tell me what's important to you. Where do you want to get to? Why do you want to go there? How do you think you need help? And then I can figure out with them, how do we go about doing that? And I'm not easy on my clients, but they don't want me to be. They, they believe in me for the clarity I bring, for the humanity I bring, and the fact that I've been there, done that for many of their roles. I've been in the C-suite. I've been in the boardroom. And I know how to help them navigate tough challenges, whether they're in Fortune 50 companies or startups, because I've done those things. And I get to help them learn how to show up in different ways to be the people they want to be and have the impact they want to have. Oh, beautiful. And actually, it leads me to that next question is, how do you have credibility to do what you do? And so what, how do you define that credibility you bring to, to this role, what you're doing now? Yeah. So it comes first, of course, there's the surface credibility match. There's uh, I have been there. I have done a lot of things. I've run, I've been a general manager. I've run P and L's. I've run e-business teams. I've built from scratch a startup uh, and an entrepreneur type of approach. And I've run divisions within bigger companies. So I've done a lot of different things that does give some credibility that, that, piece you led with that, you know, the innovation honor I was given, you know, that does get people's attention. But ultimately, that simply gets you in the door to a conversation. The credibility comes from the humanity. The credibility comes from, do I want to work with you? Am I willing to open up to you? Do I think you can actually help stretch me in new ways? And for me, the the best credibility actually comes from testimonials, where, you know, I, I had a CEO say to me recently, you know, that, I, for, for me, he said, it's been such a positive for us as an agency, not just for this high performer that we asked you to coach. It's been positive for us as an agency, and I'm thrilled. And that makes me feel proud. And what's way better is then when that same employee, that same high performer says to me, which this particular one did, said, I'm proud that today I'm a better, truer version of myself than I was when we started. That's the kind of testimonial. Of course, it gives credibility. It frankly also gives me the most fulfilling feeling I could have and makes me realize I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. Mm. Uh, You give me chills. (laughs) Thank you. So I think you mentioned it slightly as well, but how best do you share that credibility? I mean, you did mention that uh, endorsements, testimonials are great. Sure. which is by far, by the way, for, for anyone listening, one of the best ways you could communicate who you are is having people watch a video testimonial reel of customers talking about you. But how else do you get, how do you get your credibility out to the marketplace? So for me, 
by and large and nearly a hundred percent, um, my clients all come from my network. It's the, it's people who already know of me or heard of me, or they search out something and then they'll, they may read my LinkedIn profile. Then maybe they'll go to my website. Um, they'll then want to talk to me. And I, I do a free half hour with anybody who's considering coaching because I want to be of service. And in many cases, I may not be the perfect person for them, in which case I have a, a, a large group of folks I like to refer to. But it's a chance, I call it a simple chemistry check. That's actually how what I think of it as, where you get to see, am I the human being you want to work with? And so those 30-minute calls, you call a video like this, are frankly, a, in your language, it's a great sales tool. I actually don't think of it exactly like that. I think of it simply as, do we have a match? Do we want to work together? Do I want to work with you? And do you want to work with me? Do we think that I can be helpful to you? And that there's no better credibility than comes from a one-on-one conversation. It does lead from network referrals, people checking you out online, of course, but then it is that conversation. So it comes down to they, they see your LinkedIn profile, they see your website, but it's mostly people you know or friends of friends who are referring people to you and they get on your calendar for a half hour. Yeah, that's far and away how it comes through. And so, you know, the marketing community, the agency community I've been part of, the other executive groups I've been part of who will send me referrals and say, hey, would you be willing to talk to a friend of mine? I said, of course I would. Um, he said, I'm not sure they're looking for coaching right now. I said, that's okay. Uh, it's if, if I, because I make sure to have space in my calendar to just be able to have conversations with people. And if they get value from that, that's great. And, and eventually it turns into plenty of clients. So I don't need to worry about that. I am uh, exactly the same way. So I, I love it. I appreciate it. And, and I, I actually appreciate you. It was fun to listen to you describe who you are and what you do. And so listen, if, you, if you're out there and you're watching this or you're hearing this and you recognize the need to make a greater impact, to change who you are, to figure out how to process things differently, to, to all, in, in essence, by the way, to have fun while you're at it at the same time, you want to reach out to Alan Gelman because he can help you do that. Alan, how do people reach out to you? Oh, thank you. Um, Alan at convivoleadership.com. That's C-O-N-V-I-V-O leadership.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Alan, thanks so much for joining me. And everyone else, thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Look forward to seeing you at the next episode. If you like this, please hit the like button, hit the share, subscribe, and we'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to the special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're interviewing super cool humans from around the planet, and this one is no different. Uh, today's guest is Dr. Rachel Headley, who is the CEO of Rose Group International, a consultancy that, I, I'm trying to read this word, reignites, sorry, Let's do that again. A consultancy <laughs> that reunites trust during the most critical growth phases with the most critical teams. She uses well-tested proprietary methods to proactively create team dynamics that lead to high productivity, low turnover, and rapid implementation. Rachel, welcome. <laughs> Mouthful, right? 
Man, that was a mouthful. That was too many syllables for me to read consistently. <laughs> we use um, big words around here. <laughs> uh, hey, so you do. I do notice you use big words all the time. So, um, hey, so what is your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Well, we work with executives and leaders that uh, they lay awake at night trying to figure out how to actually get things done. And they think they put all the processes in place or they've got a big cultural integration that's not working and they're not really sure what's going on. And so that's the kind of pain that we help resolve. Interesting. All right. So I got your audience. Tell me a little bit more. What is it that you do uh, behind the scenes? How do you help those executives be more successful? Well, we have a an assessment like everybody, uh, but ours is really designed I'm to not, By the way, out. just, you know, I'm not sure everyone has an assessment. There are many <laughs> assessments out there, but not many people have their own, just saying. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But we developed an assessment because we saw that a lot of ex- assessments that exist like Myers-Briggs and DISC um, and strength finders and all those are very uh, important for self-reflection. But at the same time, when you have 150 people in the room, you can't really use those tools to figure out what's going on in the team dynamic. And so we created one uh, called culture types that help us assess the cultural um, and environmental kind of the, the trends in your company. So, you know, if you have people that are really chaotic and creative or really orderly and maybe all together and what does that mean? So that's really the secret sauce of what we do is we give executives and leaders that edge to understand their people in a new way. That's actually beautiful and very well articulated. Thank you. Thank you. So what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, it's like our system. It's a team effort. So I have a PhD, but it's in science, earth science, actually. But it's a systematic approach. Uh, And so we are putting a system around people. So that's my perspective and trying to understand complex systems by creating a model. And then my co-founder and co-author of our book, she, Meg Mankey, she's a HR, org development, strategic leadership, has all of that as her back end of the theory. So together we have this really amazing combined knowledge. And also we were in the space. We were with teams that made us go, what is happening? And scratching our heads about understanding people's perspective and what's the best behavior about. So we've actually been in the trenches with teams. And so this is developed out of that actual practical leadership experience. So the theoretical stuff, the actual practical stuff, but how many, uh, you, you may or may not be able to mention some company names or not, but you've done a lot of this for companies and, and tackled mm-hmm. some really big issues. Can you share anything along those lines? Yeah, lots of fun stuff. We work with both public and privately held companies. Um, some, But the, the issues are a lot of the same, whether it's leadership secession. One example uh, specifically is we, we had a company in Atlanta and their big holding company, Financial Services, and they had acquired a company two years ago from uh, a Northeast state, uh, far, far away, we'll say Connecticut, and they could not get them integrated into their company, no matter what they did, and they couldn't figure out why. And by using our assessment, we were able to say, you know what, that company is actually a stabilizer company, which means they don't like change at all, and they resist change with everything they have. And they need a different way of uh, strategically working with that company to get them on board. And so we were able to, A, diagnose the issue that they hadn't been able to figure out how to fix, and B, give them strategic uh, 
plan to help them get them on board. And it's actually working. So that's one specific example I can share. Oh, that's beautiful. So, so going back to credibility, you've got lots of it. How do you, in today's world, how do you make sure that gets out there? What is it that you do so that people could both find you and then even before they talk to you that they decide they like you? Well, I tell you, it's, it's a tough world out there in this space, but what we do a lot is we do a lot of speaking because as you know, if people hear your message and they get your energy and your, in your person and they understand who you are, that happens so much faster in person. And so we do a lot of speaking uh, and that immediately gets uh, us resonating with the right crowd. Uh, We also do a lot of video. We have a Facebook group that we do every single week. We found out we did not miss one week for almost an entire year. And so that's like a huge win for us chaotic types. And so that's a lot. This video is such a powerful medium for us because there's Everybody says they're the best at what they do, but how do you really know? So I love that the, the credibility is your focus. Can I actually tell you that I borrowed one of your techniques? So, you did. Because I see what happens when you go on Facebook and you do it. And what happens is if I'm super busy and I don't have – I just know I can't get over there, what happens? Your video pops up and I see you doing that. I'm like, oh my God, how cool is that? So, so that's now part of everything I do. So thank you so much. I will give you credit. (laughs) Hey, so listen, you're a busy executive. You've put the plans in place. You put the processes in place. You, you know, you've got everything in place and then you start executing and it's not working. You're going to want to reach out to Dr. Rachel Headley and her team and learn a little bit more and see if they can help. How best can people reach out to you? Well, I tell you, LinkedIn is a super active place for us. We're always busy, always talking out there. It's the And it, Dr. Rachel M.K. Headley, you can find me. Meg Mankey, you can find us there. That's probably the fastest. We have all the other things. We're on every social media all over the place. But LinkedIn's a good spot to start. I like it. Hey, Thank you so much for sharing yourself and sharing what you do. It's very, it's a different story than I've heard. I love it. And it fits with what you do. And and it, it just was very, it resonated to me. Thanks everyone else for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Please uh, like us, share us and subscribe to our channel. We'll see you at the next episode. Take care. Bye everybody. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to the series of episodes Focus on Credibility. We're getting some amazing people to come on our show, and this gentleman should be no different. Today's guest is Bill. Oh, man, Bill. Bill Benoist. 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 I was almost there. You got it. You got it. You got it. Bill Benoist. All right. He is a certified professional career coach who works with clients primarily in mid to late careers, helping them find jobs that fuel their passion rather than sapping it. Bill, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Oh, it's it's good to have you. It's great to 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 be in a room, uh, the green room uh, with you a little bit ahead of time to get to learn a little bit more about you. (laughs) Hey, so what? What is your, your, your CPOP, your customer point of pain? I think the biggest point of pain with them is really, it's, it, 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 there's several that can rise to the top, but the foundation of all of this is really, I think, based upon uh, underlying belief of I'm too old. Uh, 
you know, I'm too old to change careers now. I'm too old to find another job. I'm too old to make the same amount of money that I was making in my last job. I'm too old to, and you can just fill in the blank. So uh, first I'm going to call bullshit. So we'll just leave that aside. Yeah. No, you're, no, not too, no. you're, you're, you're not, you're not too old. Okay. So <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> is I work with successful professionals who are just consider themselves too old. I, it's just an excuse. So what does that mean? What do you do? So what I do with these individuals is, as I said, in my, uh, you know, my headline, I like to help individuals find jobs that feel their passion rather than zapping it. And I mean, if you think about it, the statistics are out there. 70% of the workforce is suffering from Sunday night blues. They don't want to go to work on Monday morning. And when they're in a career transition or if they're looking for a new job, that's what we're going to focus on is finding them something that they can be really passionate about. So, by the way, when you work for yourself, there are no Sunday night blues. Sunday just means that I have a one-on-one with a certain group of people versus otherwise. So, just, <laughs> just yeah. but if, yeah. if you love what you do, that's great. So, okay, so you're helping people find something they're passionate about. Tell me a little bit more. How does that come about? How do you do that? Yeah, so – Many of the individuals will be looking at maybe a pivot of sorts. And sometimes they think it may be actually a career change when really it may be an industry change. So let me give you an example. LinkedIn has over 30 million um, companies out there in its database worldwide. But of those 30 million companies, they all boil into just one of 145 industries. And so like what I like to do is I start with the clients. I mean, what, what, we'll start with maybe really accessing their values. And I've got some exercises that I can do with that. But then what we do is we take a look at the, the, the industries out there. And it's like, you know, somebody's maybe, you know, for example, in my background, I was in commercial, I, I was a, um, in IT, but worked for an industry in commercial real estate. And I was happy with that. But there's there's positions in just about every industry out there. And, you know, maybe there's an individual that's been working in high tech for a long time and they're burned out of it. And they think maybe they need a career change when a lot of times it's an industry change when we start talking about it and say, you know, also we're talking about medical device field, which could always use technology and looking, it's like, yeah, I would like to do that because I would like to be involved where I'm really feeling like I'm making a difference and the lives of others. So when we start, you know, we, we zero out three to five industries, and then I start helping them find companies within these industries. Hmm. And then we'll start forming relationships within those companies. Oh, I, I like it. It's a, it's a methodical approach that's focused first and foremost around the client and mm-hmm. their passion, their interest. Yep. And then I sure I assume somewhere along the way you you kind of say I'm too old you just you throw that you try to get them away from that like almost immediately. Almost immediately that we get them away from that and you know age is really more of a perception than anything else and if I can just give you just just one quick example of this the Chronicle did one of the largest studies of its kind in 2017, where they sent out 40,000 resumes to 20,000 companies across the U.S., two resumes to each company, one resume, you could look at it and actually kind of get a feel as to the person's age, and the other resume would hide the person's age, and the was a dramatic 
de- decrease in the calls coming back, you know, with the ones where the age was hidden. And when I talk to clients about this, about understanding that, you know, um, we, it's not your resume, you know, that, that stop it, or, you know, that they're not going to be able to determine your age and your resume. So that's not what's stopping you. It could be something else. Maybe your resume is not formatted correctly with an applicant tracking system, or maybe you're not presenting yourself the way it should be being presented. And all of a sudden that starts taking away the whole age thing. We can start breaking through that. And there's other statistics out there, but so, so we get through the age thing and then we start looking at jobs that really are going to fuel their passion. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. I like it. So, so I, we need to move on to the next question. If you, if you don't mind. And that is what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, I mean, for one, um, I hate to age myself or anything, but I'm 60, but I started my business when I was in my early fifties. I was one of those people that did a career change, a big career change going from, a, I was a vice president in information services to today I'm a full-time career coach. Um, but I think a lot of people can say that. So I think what really kind of gives me my credibility is number one, I'm a certified professional career coach. Not a lot of coaches out there are certified. I'm credentialed by the International Coach Federation as a professional certified coach. I have over a thousand documented coaching hours. So I can help individuals with those little voices in their heads that are telling them they're too old or they're too this or too that. But I've also done a lot of work with career transition companies. Um, I've worked with the largest career transition company in the world, as well as the oldest in the United States. So I know my way around resumes and LinkedIn profiles and interview questions and even creating job search strategy. So I really kind of feel that I bring all of these parts together. And that's what gives me the credibility. Oh, beautiful. So how did, how do people learn about you? How do you, how do you both uh, attract people to come towards you? And then once they see you, how do you, how do you show them that credibility? This is before you have that conversation. Right. Before, so how do people really kind of find me? And this has been an, this has been an ongoing process from day one that I built up, like for, for right now, um, you know, just going to Google and typing in career coaches in San Jose, you're going to find me on the first page there. But, you know, I have a YouTube channel out there closing in on 100,000 views. I'm very active on YouTube for the last two years. I upload career tips and strategies every single Tuesday. I've got the Twitter going out there. I'm active on LinkedIn. You know, I'm all over the place. And that in itself is creating a lot of referrals. You know, clients that I've worked with in the past, you know, I oftentimes will be getting a phone call say, hey, you know, uh, I was referred to you by so-and-so and, you know, could we talk about this? So I've got a coming from a whole bunch of different angles. Oh, I, I love what you're doing. Uh, many people need to take the game book of what you do because it's, it's a nice way to get your brand out there. Yeah. So, so listen, if you're in the mid to late part of your career, you're either thinking to yourself, you're too old. First of all, you're not. Um, That's right. You're trying Thank to figure you, out, <laughs> Yeah. You're trying to figure out how you don't, zap life out of you in work, you should talk to Bill Benoist. How people, Bill Benoist. There Bill you go. Benoist. <laughs> Bill Benoist. <laughs> All right. Can't see if I could say that five times fast. We'll do a, a clip just on that. <laughs> Bill, how do people best reach out to you? 
So my name is what I've really kind of capitalized on, Bill. The last name, B-E-N-O-I-S-T. You can find me at BillBenoist.com. My YouTube channel is Bill Benoist. My Twitter channel is Bill Benoist. Um, I'm very easy to find out there. Just Google Bill Benoist. I'll come up. Beautiful. <laughs> I think I take the first couple of pages of Google. <laughs> Bill, thanks for, thanks for being on the show and for letting me sort of mispronounce your last name every possible opportunity (laughs) (laughs) it's been fun it's been a lot of fun thank you so much hey guys thanks for joining us for this episode of thought leader life please uh like us uh click share subscribe to the channel and look forward to seeing you on the next episode take care bye everyone this is mitchell levy the aha guy from aha that to learn more about thought leader life go to thoughtleaderlife.com and to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments Go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.